I am back after my much-needed vacation, and I can't wait to bring you sports talk again. Monday through Friday, five days a week. So, where have I been? Well, the first half of my week last week, I took a nice, much-needed vacation, relaxing out in a cottage uh, out in Drummond Island. It was a really relaxing, fun time. After that, I got to go to Chicago to participate in the Chicago Bulls Fest 3-on-3 tournament. I have a childhood friend of mine that is a diehard basketball fan and has gotten into TikTok and media creation, content creation, and has gained quite a bit of a following. And so uh, he invited me to go out to Chicago because they invited him to participate in their basketball tournament. While I have not played basketball outdoors nor exercised really in like four months, I went out there and I balled up. Uh, Didn't do great shooting, but hey. I got a couple stops on defense, a couple steals, locked up some players. Uh, it was very fun. I'm glad that we were able to be able to do that. We made the playoffs in our bracket, and we ended up losing to the team that won it all just by two points. We were leading most of the game and just fell apart late. But it was a very, very fun time. I can't, I can't honestly, I can't believe I got to be a part of two really good trips all in one. But hey, I am glad to be back. And I am glad to do what I love, which is sports talk with you guys. So what are we getting into today? We're starting off with the NFL. I have a name for you, a guy that is tearing it up in the preseason that I wanted to share and uh, just go over how some preseason games have been going. After that, it is college football time. College football starts this weekend. I'll break down the two big games that are happening and what I think will happen. So, if there is one thing that happens every preseason, it's always a guy that kind of tears it up in the preseason, lights up the field. Everyone thinks, man, this guy's going to be an amazing elite player. He's going to go nuts in the NFL, make him a starting quarterback right now. If there is a player that I think had to be the case, I might have leaked it a little early with quarterback, but none other than the Cleveland Browns rookie quarterback, Dorian Thompson Robinson. He has probably been the best rookie quarterback in the preseason easily, hands down. He's thrown for a total in two games, 348 yards, two touchdowns, zero interceptions. Well, he's also a dual threat quarterback. He's also been a mobile guy running all over the place as well. This is a very good player that honestly has probably earned himself the backup role in Cleveland. I had talked about this guy a couple weeks ago going into the preseason, and one of the things I said about Dorian Thompson-Robinson is that because he's a mobile guy and he can throw on the run, he honestly fits their play style as a better backup for Deshaun Watson than most others. Uh, Look at the Ravens. They might not always have the best backup quarterbacks, but Tyler Huntley or Anthony Brown, when they had a running back or a a quarterback that had to come in for Lamar when he got hurt. They play very similar. They're a dual threat guy that can beat you with their arm or their legs. This is very similar with Thompson Robinson. And I think this guy might be one of the steals of the draft. Now a steal for a fifth round pick. I don't necessarily believe he's Tom Brady when it comes to that, but if it comes to being one of the best backups in the league who can become a fringe starter, if needed, I think that that is a steal in the fifth round. 
honestly, there's people that drafted quarterbacks in the third round who might not ever be able to meet those standards. So this is a great, great pick by the Browns. And I just wanted to highlight a player. You know, everyone always looks for the superstars, how they're playing. But this guy is fighting for a spot on a roster. They have four quarterbacks. A lot of them have more experience than him. Their their current quarterback room is Deshaun Watson, Kellen Mond, and Joshua Dobbs with Thompson Robinson. And Dobbs started games last year. Kellen Mond has been in the system longer. And Deshaun Watson's obviously their starting quarterback. And so it's it's hard to find find room sometimes, and you don't want to be sent to the practice squad. But how he's playing, I think he's earning a spot. And I'll be honest, how he has been playing with the upside he can bring, he might start or, or he might be the number one uh, backup on the scene, QB two, and that's something that I think is is very impressive for a guy that was a fifth round pick. He's been playing better than CJ Stroud. He's been playing safer. He hasn't turned the ball over like some of the other young quarterbacks. This is a guy that that I did not have any expectations for, and honestly, I didn't like coming out of UCLA because I didn't think he had a quarterback-level arm. I thought he was just a really good athlete. But what do I know? This guy actually ends up being pretty good, and maybe he can stick it in the league for a few years. Overall, it is the preseason again, and we never know what happens in the preseason. There's always players that light it up and then absolutely disappear when it comes to the actual uh, regular season. But it's always good to see random guys that are fighting for roster spots, like play very good. So that is where I'm at with the preseason. We have one more week of it, and then we finally get some regular season football. I can't wait for it. I am so excited. College football is just around the corner, and I can't wait. Week zero is just around the corner. It's this weekend. It is this weekend. We have two big matchups I wanted to share first. Then I will go through my week one games that I think are really interesting and I wanted to break down. Before I get into that, though, I will say I am going to do the ESPN Pick'em challenge which is 10 games every week for college football you can play it on your espn fantasy app or on the espn just browser i guess if you just want to use it on your computer it's just espn pickup and if you want i could even make a group post where people can join and we can compete each other and pick on college football games see who wins at the end of it i like to think of myself as someone that knows ball pretty well so i will be doing it for the show but if you want to join i will be making a link and posting it on facebook for you to join and you can compete with me now what are our two big games to start off the year well this one is just amazing it's going to be amazing environment and i know it will navy playing notre dame in dublin ireland yes that sounds like a great thing now i might not be a huge fan of all of these third you know third party location games like michigan state play and penn state on the last game of the season in ford field but an early season game every once in a while is really cool notre dame navy dublin I know for a fact it's going to be a great environment. Now, for me, and I think a lot of people, we're all going to be cheering for the military school to defeat Notre Dame so we can all laugh at their belief that they're actually going to be a playoff team this year. I don't necessarily believe that with Notre Dame. However, I do believe they will win this game. I I, I think they'd probably take them to win by about 14, probably two or three touchdowns. We'll say that. Um My biggest concern with Notre Dame is their quarterback position. I have no clue 
if Sam Hartman is going to be ready day one, day two, day three, he's a transfer quarterback coming in from Wake Forest. And while he did light it up in his time there, it's a new environment, and this is a big program you're playing. It's not, it's not Wake Forest anymore. And uh, so I'm excited to see him, but sometimes a new program, you never know how a transfer quarterback is going to turn out. They could be Joe Burrow, or they could end up, you know, never really being the guy, and they're just more of a bridge for one year. Now, Notre Dame struggled last year because of their offense. I thought their defense was actually fairly solid. But if uh, Hartman can't be the guy, I wouldn't expect Notre Dame to be more than maybe a top 15 school this year. Still good expectations, but for Notre Dame, I don't think they'd be happy about it. And for our other game, that's a big one happening week zero. I'm saying week zero only because it's the first Saturday and there's not a ton of college football. There's like seven or eight games uh, for the the F- or BCS or not BCS. My goodness. It's uh, FBS. Sorry. That's just the, the main power conferences of football. But um, USC is hosting San Jose State. Yes, this is a cupcake match. Yes, USC should win by 100. But this is giving you a chance to see some of the bigger stars in the, in the Pac-12. You get to see Caleb Williams, easily the face of college football this season. USC is going to look to be a top, top four team and make the college football playoff this year. Caleb Williams is most likely going to be the number one overall pick, and that is going to be a well-deserved thing. This guy is an electric athlete. The best way I could say is he, he plays – Maybe not as improvising as, as uh, Mahomes, where you know Mahomes can think on his feet all the time and always seems to make the right play. But when it comes to play styles, he's he's kind of mobile like that. He's got a pretty good arm. There's a lot to like when it comes to Caleb Williams. I liked him even when he was back in Oklahoma before he transferred out and followed Lincoln Riley. Overall, I think this is going to be a great year for them. The only thing that might hurt USC, and it's what cost them last year, I believe personally, is their defense. If they can't get their defense up, tougher teams, and by tougher, I don't necessarily mean better, but gritty teams like Oregon State and Utah in the Pac-12, those are teams that I worry about. Utah just smacked them around every time they played last year, and I think that this could happen again as well with how physical they are unless USC's defense steps up. So, we got those games underway. I would be picking USC and Notre Dame. Yes, they're the favorites by a lot. That's not always fun picking the favorites, but they're the favorites for a reason. So, I want to get started on what are my favorite games going into week one. Well, there's another big one. Thursday night, August 31st, and that is Florida at number 14 in the nation, Utah. I have some concerns for Utah going into this one. While I did say I really do like them, and I think they are a tough nose team, which is something you don't get uh, get often from the Pac-12, they are a very gritty and tough playing team. They always have defensive players going to the NFL, it seems to be, every year. And they do have some good offensive players as well. Cameron Rising is one of the most experienced quarterbacks in all of football. My only concern is I've been hearing a lot through spring ball that he's been battling injuries and missing a lot of time. If he is missing time, I have a hard time believing Utah is going to win this one. So because I don't know this and it is still about a week away, about 10 days away for this game, um, I will have it this way. If Rising plays and they have their experienced quarterback that they've built their team around, I will take Utah to win. However, If Rising is out and they have to start a backup at the beginning of the year, 
I will take Florida to upset Utah on the road at the beginning of the year. Yeah, that might be a crazy one. I'm not sure. But I do think that is how important rising is to this roster. Another game I am very excited for to start this year. It's Coach Prime, Coach Dion, soon to join the Big 12, by the way, his Colorado Buffaloes. This could become a, uh, a future rivalry, playing TCU, the former playoff team. Now, a lot of people have been saying TCU is getting disrespected, being put at 17 in the nation to start the year. And I honestly kind of disagree about it. Yes, you know, they were the national championship runner-ups. They got beheaded on national TV in that game. I think it was like 54 to to maybe 7 if they even scored. I can't remember. I turned the game off. It was so ugly. But at the end of the day, they were the second best team in the nation, and they earned it last year. When it comes to this season, though, Quinton Johnston is gone, and their quarterback, the guy that got him everywhere, Max Duggan, is also gone as well. They are going to be relying on the backup quarterback that lost the job last year. And uh, I don't know if that's going to get them back over the hump and back into the playoff. I think that Texas, even though I don't love Texas because it seems like they're always hyped and every year is their year, I think Texas is a better team on paper this year, and I think they will be better than TCU. And I, I think this is going to be an interesting game. TCU's favored to win by 20. I don't think we know TCU, TCU well enough yet, though, to know if they should be winning this handily. They did reach out in the portal. They did get more talent. But what got them that far last year is gone. They still have coaching. They still have some players. It's, they, they obviously recruit. But I do worry about how much talent has been brought in for this upcoming season. Last year was an amazing Cinderella run that I personally don't see happening again. I will take TCU to win this game against Colorado. However, I think it's the first game of the season. Colorado has a gauntlet of a schedule, and they might run out of gas early in the year. But this is their first game. It's Coach Prime. It's They have so many transfers. They have Shadur Sanders at quarterback. He's supposed to be a freak athlete of a player. The this is going to be Colorado with a full tank of gas, and they're going to give it their all. Uh, they might not have the home field advantage, but this is going to be a team that's going to come out on fire for Coach Dion. So I think it's going to be closer than the twenty point advantage or the twenty point line that TCU's currently got. But I will take the Horn Frogs to win the game. Another game I'm excited for. It's always fun when you get a conference game to start the year. It's Indiana hosting Ohio State. Now, I don't think this will be a close game by any means. I think Indiana might hold with them for maybe two quarters. You might, I might be surprised if it's like 13 to 3 at halftime. And it's like, wow, Indiana's only a couple points away from, from making this a game. I, I think they'll hold it in, you know, in early in this game. But overall, I think it's going to be Ohio State that pulls away late. It'll be interesting to see how their new quarterback does for them. Obviously, you you probably know Justin Fields and C.J. Stroud have been the faces of Ohio State the last couple of years, and all of a sudden, now they're gone. So it's up to Kyle McCord to, to take the lead and really start taking Ohio State back to where they belong in the college football playoff. They need to get back to being tough, beating Michigan, something they haven't been doing for a couple of years now. And I think figuring this out against a good Big 10 opponent to start the year. Get a win column in your conference. That'll be good for the Buckeyes. I think they'll easily win this game. And if it is close in the first half, they will definitely pull away in the second half. 
Another game that I am very, very excited to see is North Carolina hosting South Carolina. The interesting thing about this one is South Carolina actually has a quarterback prospect that was supposed to be the guy just a couple years ago. Spencer Rattler was a big-name quarterback for Oklahoma a couple seasons ago. They were very, very hyped. He was supposed to be an NFL draft prospect. And as you can guess, uh, two year, it's been two years since he was at Oklahoma, so he was uh, struggling. He had a tough time there, and all of a sudden, Caleb Williams, who was on the bench, comes out and absolutely lights it up for Oklahoma. He loses the starting role and transfers out. Well, what does this mean? What does this have to do with anything? Well, North Carolina now has a hyped quarterback prospect themselves, Drake May. Uh, One interesting thing about Drake May is his brother, Luke May, actually played on North Carolina's basketball team and hit a huge game-winning shot for them, I believe, to go to the Final Four. It was either the Final Four, uh, to either go to the Final Four or win the Final Four and go to the championship game. I can't remember, but it was back in like... 2017 or 18, but Luke May was an absolute star All-American player at North Carolina. So Drake May is now taking the reins, and he's probably the second best uh, NFL quarterback prospect in this college football season to start the year. I think this is kind of fun because it's a rivalry, North and South Carolina. On top of it, you kind of have the big face, big name quarterback this year and the kind of forgotten star, and it'll be interesting to see who will be able to beat who. Honestly, I might take South Carolina to win this one, even though I like Drake May more than Rattler. I think that South Carolina has more talent on the roster overall. This will be a fun matchup, though. North Carolina comes in ranked 21st in the nation, and I think South Carolina is probably a fringe top 25 team right now. They finished in the top 25 last year. I think if they get a win week one, they will definitely be in there. The final game that I really want to highlight that I think will be huge, and it's a Sunday game, so it's not a Saturday one, but this is one that I desperately want to see. I I will watch this over any NFL preseason game, and that is number five LSU playing number eight Florida State in the Camping World Stadium of Orlando, Florida. Yes, I think that both of these teams are probably runners-up as of right now to win their conference. I think Alabama and Georgia are just in the way of LSU, but they have a chance to prove that they can dethrone them this year. Honestly, I like LSU to beat Alabama, and I think they could compete with Georgia depending on how well Jaden Daniels plays. Speaking of that as well, Florida State comes in. They had a great offseason when it came to recruiting, when it came to talent uh, that they brought back, Jordan Travis emerged as a good starting quarterback. Honestly, they're the highest rated ACC team in the country ahead of Clemson. I think whatever team wins this game might be, I don't want to, am I going to say it? Yes. I think that the team that wins this game ends up making the college football playoff. I truly do. I think if Florida State wins this one, they arguably will be in the top four the majority of the season. I think, again, Florida State, the ACC is tough, but it is not the SEC. Uh, They really don't have a big uh, competition for a couple weeks to get them. They can get completely ready for Clemson, and after that, it's just maintaining their record and not blowing it to, you know, at Wake Forest, at Pitt, and then they play Florida at the end of the year, which we don't really know what Florida is going to be. So outside of Clemson, Yeah, they have some tough games like Virginia Tech and and Syracuse, but this isn't a tough season for 
for Florida State. If they can get past LSU, I think they do beat Clemson. And if they do beat Clemson, there's a good chance that they could go undefeated or at least have a one-loss season. This is something that I, I, I really think Florida State, if they can get past LSU, they go to the playoff. When it comes to LSU, I think this is a very similar take. Yes, they have a tougher schedule, I think, than the Seminoles, but they really don't have the gauntlet of the SEC. They have Texas A&M and Ole Miss and Alabama. Those are the only ranked teams they are playing right now. And I, I would say maybe if it was last year, Mississippi State would be a tougher opponent. But unfortunately, with the loss of Mike Leach, um, that that poor program, I don't think that they're going to be an amazing team next year. I mean, they're that football is not their biggest concern. It's just making sure that they can get back to a normal you know, rotation. For those who do not know, Mike Leach passed away in the offseason to health issues. So they, they are having a new coach, and I don't think the program is going to be ready this year, and I understand why. Um, Arkansas could be a tough game for, for LSU, maybe Auburn, but we really don't know what they are. And again, we don't, we don't know what most of the SEC is until we start seeing teams winning games. Like, I don't know if Florida should be scary at all. Or again, Missouri or Auburn, they're not ranked. I, I honestly really don't even trust Ole Miss either. I, they, they have a great running attack, but they don't really know how to air out the ball. Honestly, again, I think the only worrisome games for LSU would be Florida State and Bama. And if they can do that, and, and avoid upsets and avoid choking away games. Most of their tough games are at home. And I think that they, this could be a very, very good team. I think both teams may could be playoff contenders, but I think one of them gets eliminated week one. I will take LSU to defeat Florida State, and I think that this will be a really good game. For those who do not know, these two played last season, and it was an electric, thrilling finish. I can't wait to see them play each other again. Oh my goodness, I'm ready for college football. Thank you all for listening. I am glad to be back. Make sure to check out my Facebook page. That's where you can comment, you know, give me any questions you want. I made a post on my Facebook page asking you to give me questions. I want to do a mailbag segment, and if people could give me questions, topics that they wanted me to talk about, I'd be more than happy to. So, Hit up my mailbag segment. That's a post that is on my page. Leave comments in there, and I'd be more than happy to answer them on the show. And again, keep an eye out for my college pick'em game that I might be starting up soon. That will also be on the Facebook page. That's something I highly recommend you check out. There's a link to that in my Spotify. If you check out my Facebook, you will be able to see all my posts, whatever episodes come out, discussion threads, memes, all of the good stuff. I would be more than welcome to see new faces in there and chat sports with them. So, it's good to be back. I can't wait to see you for tomorrow's episode. My name's Max. This has been Max Sports. Adios.